You're listening to MoneyWeb at Midday. Now, overnight, the Springboks have dismissed any suggestion that they've been distracted by off-field tension in the build-up to the final tomorrow night, notably the Bongi Mbonambi racial epithet row. But can it have an impact? And I wonder how our director of rugby, Rassi Erasmus, is thinking. Well, author David O'Sullivan, who wrote the best-selling book, Rassi, is in a good position to share some thinking in that respect. David, I assume that... Uh, all his cunning gamesmanship and psychology will be utilised and is being utilised to prepare the box ahead of the game tomorrow. Absolutely correct, Jeremy. And, you know, when I think back in 2019 uh, to the World Cup, and you remember there was a racial spat then after the quarterfinal against Japan where um, Makazola Mapimpi was seen to be uh, uh, shooed away from a group celebration of white players and it was immediately perceived as racist. And that's when we understood the power of the bomb squad and the fraternity in the bomb squad. And it was very innocently explained because it happened for innocent reasons. Um, Rassi had to contend with a racial problem then. And the way he handled it was by going to the players involved to ensure that they were not in any way damaged or scarred or felt any kind of uh, prejudice as a result of what had happened and shielded the players from any fallout that was happening back in South Africa. I've no doubt he will have employed exactly the same techniques, the same uh, modus operandi in dealing with this to ensure that the players, uh, as they have said, remain uh, undistracted by what has happened. He also will have prepared this team so comprehensively. Again, we can learn from 2019, where we, the Springboks played a warm-up game against Japan because Rassi anticipated we would face them at some stage in the competition. And we did in the quarterfinals, and the Springboks were ready for Japan. Fast forward to 2023, he anticipated we'd play the All Blacks at some stage in this tournament and organized a friendly at Twickenham where we put a record score past the All Blacks. And so going into tomorrow's game, there, isn't, there aren't any unexpected things. And the motivation they would have got, the confidence they would have got from having beaten the All Blacks at Twickenham in the warm-up game will carry them through very nicely into the final tomorrow. And David, it's a funny old thing. Fans and players alike uh, almost seem to rise to the occasion when we have our back to the wall in one way or another. Well, correct. And I think that if anything happened, it was probably a galvanizing effect. If the players were in any way addressing this issue, I think it would have brought them together. Certainly, I, what I find uh, quite remarkable about Tom Curry's allegation against Bongi Mbonambi is that um, it's united all South Africans across the world, and most South Africans, I should say, across the racial divide on an issue of racism. Almost ironic that that would be the case. But Rassi and Jacques Ninaba are, in fact, that entire management team, I can't just put it down to one or two people, uh, obviously led by Rassi and Jacques Ninaba. They're very, very strong on what they call alignment. They are constantly talking about alignment. And by that, they mean... Uh, are, are we all on the same page? Do we all understand one another? And a lot of their training is not actually on a rugby field. It's behind closed doors in front of a whiteboard where they talk about things that they are feeling, um, things that might be bugging them, things they want to get off the chest 
things they need to talk about. And if Bongi's story was something that was upsetting them, by, I, I think undoubtedly they would have had a few alignment sessions to make sure that everybody was comfortable and then they could go forward. And to that point, David, uh, Kwaka Smith was talking about the team playing for each other and for South Africa rather than, and here's the important bit, seeking external respect. Yes, uh, and, and I, I totally understand that. So for Rassi, he his philosophy always is it's not about picking the best players. It's picking the right players. And so he looks at the mental capabilities, whether you are prepared to be a part of a band of brothers. But if, if, if you feel you're the prima donna, or as he calls it, Vinchat, if you're not part of the team, if you're playing for yourself and not for anybody else, then you're out of the picture. So to be the right player, it means that you've got not only the physical uh, attributes, the skill set that's required, but you've also got the headspace that's important. And what's important for this team is that you play for the team. They will die for each other. You look at those strong bonds that have been established. They do play for each other. They play for their country. These things are very big in their, in their hearts. And they see the videos from back home. They know how the fans are reacting. And, they, and that motivates them going forward. But individuality, it's not part of the picture. So when people are saying, poor Manny Libok, he's losing out. Yeah, Manny Libok's time is going to come. He probably has another two World Cups in him. And he won't be sitting with a thick lip saying this is unfair because he understands the value of, uh, of Andre Pollard playing in the wet rather than his preferred game in the dry you won't find that these players in any way are resentful that they're not part of it, uh, are, are not part of the match day 23, but they are, are appreciative of the fact that they're part of the World Cup squad. They all get medals at the end of the day. Author of the best-selling book, uh, Russi, David O'Sullivan, thank you very much indeed.